Welcome to Category Is. I'm Justin. And I'm Maurice. If it's your first time tuning in, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you get a notification every time we drop. Yes, that's right. Spring has sprung. It has. Yes, our cherry blossom, uh, our cherry columns last week <laughs> brought forth the cherry blossoms. Yeah. I walked out of my apartment this morning and saw the cherry blossoms on the trees in yeah. front of my house. Mm-hmm. It's finally warming up because it was a little no. warm over the weekend. It was warm over the weekend. But it's cold. But, oh, bitch, it was cold this yeah. morning. I went to walk my dog and I had on uh, the improper footwear oh, and wow. coat. I had like <laughs> a, a cute little jacket and uh-huh. some um, my Birkenstocks and it was just not. <laughs> what? You still wear them Birkenstocks? You know I love a Birkenstock. Them lesbian sandals. I'm a lesbian at yeah. heart. You know, the old, best. wealthy, white woman lesbian. <laughs> Closeted lesbian, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> so how was your weekend? My weekend was good. We took a little impromptu trip to um, New York for the weekend. I was in New York, too. Yeah. For my birthday weekend. <laughs> you were. Yes, birthday thanks. Birthday thanks. Happy birthday. Belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. So we just did, um, like, Brooklyn. <laughs> he wanted to show me, like, his... Uh, Brooklyn experience because he lived in Brooklyn for he being your boyfriend yeah my boyfriend he lived in (laughs) Brooklyn for hmm, a number of years I want to say like five years what part maybe three or well not giving away all his tea yeah um Brighton Beach area the Russian area okay yeah I'm not familiar so it's right near Coney Island no her yeah and um there's like a boardwalk and so we did like you know the Russian restaurants and really like Eastern European Russian section. Yeah, mm. it, was, it was interesting. So I would say, did you get a Nathan's? But you're a vegetarian. Yeah, we passed by. <laughs> we saw it. But They're my favorite hot dogs. Really? Yes. Kosher. I thought you liked the um, what's the other one? Don't say uh like ballpark or American. No, no, no. There's another kosher one, right? Nathan's is the only one. That's I the only eat. one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The beef. Okay. Yeah. So we did that, and then. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, had some Russian food cool. and just walked around and, like, you know, lived his <laughs> experience. He took me, sure. like, by his first apartment and, you know, everything like that. So it was cool. It was cute. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. So I spent the weekend with my um friend, my special someone. Okay. And we went to Sojo Spa, which is this really nice Korean-style spa in North Jersey. Okay. In Edgewater. Mm-hmm. And, like, we got, you know massages and did all the I different... don't like massages you don't I don't like people touching me oh touch me baby Mm-mm. touch me all over my body <laughs> no thanks yes yeah you know do what you want what you want to my body oh we don't sing that no okay. more <laughs> but um yeah I uh we got massages mm-hmm. and then we went and did like all the different rooms like the red clay room the white clay room mm-hmm. the charcoal room you know just I like being hot and sweating you okay like did it have like a sauna they had dry saunas. Yeah, they also yeah. Have, like different saunas, with, uh-huh. um, you know, red clay, white clay, charcoal, okay. uh, Himalayan pink salt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they all like you know extract, you know, toxins yeah. or some like work for the lymphatic system. They have different health benefits. Okay. More so than just a regular dry sauna. Okay. Uh, so we did those, and it was just nice to like lay in a room for twenty five minutes. That's like one hundred and ninety six degrees, mm-hmm. and just sweat. And just sweat. Yeah. Um, you know, the different pools and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the pools were a little crowded and I get worried about vaginosis. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice. And then we went to um, Manhattan and we kind of did the whole Hell's Kitchen thing. Yeah. All the gay bars, you know, in Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 
we stayed by Hudson Yards. We went and visited okay. that. Mm-hmm. That new um, honeycomb. The shawarma. The lamb shawarma. Yeah. It looks like they're going to slice some meat off there. Child, <laughs> let me tell you. The line was too long. You had to buy a ticket. I heard you had to yeah. line. Mm-mm. It was too much. So, you know, I don't do lines. You should just stand in front of it and take your selfies. Oh, like I have Everybody one. else on Instagram. I have one. But mine says, I don't, I forgot to do portrait mode. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to, you know, mm-hmm. have an Instagram pose. Yeah. It was cute. Okay. Then we, um, you know, just did you know, New York things. Brunch, mm-hmm. shopping, lots of shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some new garments. Okay. You know, New York shopping is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, um, went to dinner at Beauty in Essex. Mm. Which, I just want to have a quick point. This is not an I said what I said, but it kind of sort of is like a I said what I said mini. Okay. I'm a foodie, if y'all don't yeah. know. I love food. Mm-hmm. Um, I live to eat. The first thing I think of when I wake up is what am I eating? The yeah. last thing I think of when I go to bed is what am I eating? Right now, I'm thinking about what am I eating? I'm usually always eating something. Mm-hmm. There's always something in my mouth. Oh. Well, food-wise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a big girl at heart. And I really got to keep the waistline in check because mm-hmm. I'm gaining weight. But I love... Summer's coming, bitch. You better get it together. I am. I know how to lose weight quick, too. Okay. But get snatched. Get snatched. But I love food. Mm-hmm. The thing I can say about New York is New York is a great fashion city. Mm-hmm. It's a great place for commerce. Yeah. Um, it's just a, there's an energy in New York that's palpable mm. and fun. It's exhausting. But sometimes exhausting because yeah. it's so big. Mm-hmm. But New York is great. There's no city like it. But what I will say mm-hmm. is that New York as a food scene sucks. The yeah. food is not good. I mean, you know, he and I all weekend, we were just like, nothing was tasty. Mm-hmm. Nothing was yummy. Half the food we just picked at and sent mm-hmm. back. It was not good. And, you know, and New York's also very expensive. Yeah. Like, even like a, a coffee. Like, I got an Americano with seven fifty. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So it's just, everything's high inflated, poor quality, bad service. So um, New York is a whack-ass food city <laughs> and i believe that philadelphia is a much better food scene than new york and i said what i said early on in the episode <laughs> uh, but yeah we did that uh-huh. um you know walked the high line just hung out did brunch with a good good girlfriend from college okay you know came back dinner with the fam for the birthday mm-hmm. it was a, it was a nice weekend it was okay. jam-packed as always right it wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be Justin if it was not a jam-packed mm-hmm. weekend. But given last week's conversation in our realness section, mm-hmm. I am going to um, simplify my life. Good, finally. Uh, I'm not going to wear uh, 10 pairs of socks and three pairs of pants, <laughs> but I'm going to simplify the best I can. Okay, good. Yeah. Baby steps. Baby know? steps. Mm-hmm. Yes, child. So what are we drinking this week? We're drinking. So today is April Fool's, and we are drinking an April Fool's martini. Mm-hmm. And so... Posted it on Instagram. If you look at it, it looks like a like an apple martini, right? It does. Yeah. But then... The ones we used to drink back in the day at Bump. Mm-hmm. Bump was like... Yes. If you are in Philadelphia or if you once lived in Philadelphia, I want to say circa 2005 mm-hmm. to 2010. 10. Bump down on 13th and Locust used yeah. to pop. Anyway, I'm sorry. They had like four dollar martinis. It, it was it started three, at three dollars yeah. when I first turned twenty one, mm-hmm. and then it was uh, four dollars, mm-hmm. and then they turned like then they went to like six or something. They went to six, and they closed yeah. shortly thereafter because <laughs> yeah. you know the gays are fickle and broke. I used to go in there with a smooth like a twenty dollar bill, chop and leave drunk. <laughs> yes, yes, and then you would eat. Yeah, on twenty dollars. Yeah, and it was all the professionals. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was messy, yeah. but yeah, back to our martini oh, yeah. moment. So. This uh, it looks like a martini, but it's, it's not. So it has tequila blanco, has green chartreuse, which 
it's like a herbaceous kind of um liqueur Mm -hmm. yeah some basil leaves some ruby red grapefruit juice lime juice and then some simple syrup and then you garnish it with an apple slice and serve it in a martini glass that's amazing because it looks like an, an apple, apple martini, martini. but yeah. tastes nothing Completely like it. Completely different, right? Because you know I love um, tequila. And yeah. I love <laughs> me some grapefruit juice. Yeah. It's the chartreuse that just makes it's, it the green, I must yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, it's the color. Because it kind of tastes similar to the um, Mi Cariño we made back in February. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. like a Paloma. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Paloma. The okay. grapefruit and the, and the tequila. Oh, that is too cute. Hey, yeah. you April Fool's martini. April Fool's. I hate April Fool's Day, though. Oh, I don't play that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm too over that shit. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into our categories yes. for the week. Child, let's talk. We're just going to come out the gate with the leading category. He's been a recurring category mm, he is. Uh, this year since the foolishness began. Yeah, speaking uh, of April Fool. Yeah, April Fool. Ooh. <laughs> so you saying Jesse a fool? Mm-hmm. Gosh, child. So as you've known, or as you've heard by this point, because it came out last Tuesday, that uh, all 16 counts uh, that were charged against mm-hmm. Jesse Smollett have been dropped mm-hmm. by the prosecutor's office in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, Cook County. Cook County. Mm-hmm. And it came to a surprise to me. To everybody. It came as a surprise to the mayor. Mm-hmm. It came as a surprise to the police department. To Chicago PD. Um, but, you know, we saw Jesse on the news still claiming his innocence, well, saying he wouldn't be his, his mother's child yeah. and all this other stuff. I don't know what his mama got to do with this. Nothing. But, um... Yeah, but what are your be, thoughts? What are your be, thoughts? Because now, how do you feel? Do you feel like you have egg on your face? I don't. You don't? No. And let's be very clear with the people that the Chicago PD, the state's attorneys, prosecutors said that they all believe that he did this. They did not exonerate him of any guilt. They mm-hmm. did not drop these charges because some new facts came to light and, right. you know, they proved his innocence. He did this shit. They okay. dropped the charges because... Somebody pulled an Olivia Pope scandal. They handled it. I heard that, actually. Yeah. No, I heard that Obama's, Obama's fixer, fixer was called in Child. to handle everything. That he made. They made some calls, and he got away with forfeiting his $10,000 bond mm-hmm. and doing two days, community 16 service. hours of community service. And he did now, that before they dropped the charges. Right, before they dropped the charges. So basically, this was a plea this deal. This is a plea deal. Like, don't get it twisted. This is a plea deal. Well, it's you know a nonviolent crime. True. So he basically went to pretrial intervention. I'm really concerned for him because I, I hear what you're saying. This is where I stand. I think that he definitely, what Jesse's saying was not the truth. He no. did something. Something went down, mm-hmm. right? And The whole I thing went I, down. Did you read that 39-page document? I did. Okay. I think that the Chicago Police Department mm-hmm. also fucked up their investigation. But this I is don't I think, think so. This is the issue. It's all about optics, right. right? Because now we live in a country where it's really getting concerning to me from a legal perspective, where celebrity and money mm-hmm. will buy you out of your guilt. Pretty much. It could buy you into college too. Yeah. So it's just we're really beginning to see how society is getting set up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard for the poor and for the, you know, just everyday Joe Schmo. Regular, yeah. But if you have money, you're just let off. Mm-hmm. But I think that this was also done for some PR reasons because I do, the prosecutor's office said they believed in their case. Mm-hmm. Then why are you not then prosecuting why, it? Yeah. You've already invested over $150,000 yeah. in this investigation. Mm-hmm. But I think that, why'd you invest so much money in this investigation? Mm-hmm. This was not that much of a serious issue. He right. could have got his ass in the back of the line. Mm-hmm. Like they expedited this. But yeah. what it shows is that <clears throat> 
celebrities are more important to the Chicago Police Department. It's a high-profile, high-media case. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is I think that they chose not to go forward with this mm-hmm. because it would look bad for their police department. In what way? It, it would look bad in the fact that it would feel like they're targeting him. They're trying to throw right. the axe at him. I mean, he wouldn't. He would have never went to jail on this. No. He just would have did some probation. But at right. the same time, justice but, does need to be done. No, but if you're professing your innocence that hard as he was right. on Robin Roberts and, you know, got everybody and their mama posting statements about him, if you were that innocent, let it go to trial. Right. Let it go to trial. Right. I'll prove my innocence there. Don't take the plea. Don't take a but plea. Also, but the way that this whole thing has been so confusing from the beginning, mm-hmm. it's been a clusterfuck, if you Pretty will. Pretty much. And I think that a lot of people don't essentially understand that that's actually what it is, is a plea. Yeah. Uh, so now he, that's why he's out here claiming his innocence yeah. to his empire viewership. But well, I think that, you know what matters these days? The court of public opinion. And I think that, you know, some people who were going hard in the paint for him mm-hmm. in the beginning saying that he was innocent, they don't even... There hasn't been a rallying cry of retribution for him. Mm-mm. I mean, I saw a few people post, yeah. but they really can't wholeheartedly post knowing right. that Jesse was totally innocent and that yeah. he was aggrieved and wrong. Yeah, because he... Right. But then also the people like you who are going hard in the paint mm-hmm. on him, can't. it's like everyone's kind of left... He's lucky. Everyone's, That's what it is. Everyone's left just kind of feeling mm-hmm. no way about it. I think mm-hmm. that he needs to kind of go somewhere. He needs to get off Empire, go lay low for about three, yeah. four years. Well, everybody about to be off Empire. That's true. It's, them but, ratings are But it's a bad done. show. That has nothing to yeah. do with him. But I think that the court of public opinion matters, mm-hmm. and now it's affecting the court of law. Yeah. And that's a problem. That is Because that's why problem. the Chicago Police Department didn't bring this case. Right? Even, I think the, even though the public... Knew, a lot of people think that he's done this, I think. Yeah, now. Their opinions does. totally swayed. Yeah. And I think that um, from what it was initially. Mm-hmm. And I think that because there's been so much heat on the Chicago Police Department, mm-hmm. heat from the president, mm-hmm. their murder rate, it's about to be summer. Mm-hmm. They don't want the focus on them. Yeah. Let this go because it could do them more harm than good. And it could also mm-hmm. un- unravel or reveal some other things that have been happening inappropriately within the department. Well, but, he needs to go to rehab. Um, for Rehab for what? Allegedly, he said he had this untreated drug addiction. Mm. I think that um, the sad part I think is that I don't, he's not gonna he. I'm not gonna say he won't be able to live this down because people, no, he won't. <laughs> people have done far worse. No, he's canceled. But, I mean, Charlie Sheen's not canceled. Um, this is a little, um, he's a white man. That's true. But I mean, there's other celebrities who have done crazy stuff, but not they didn't do anything similar to this. Right. And I think, but again, the problem or the distinction is, is that his audience is a black audience, not a mainstream or, right. or, or diverse audience. Mm-hmm. I'm hard pressed to find a white person that know who just, who's Jesse Smollett is. <laughs> the, Mag- huh? the MAGA people who attacked him. Right. Exactly. Which was a flaw. Like, yeah, he needs better sure. people. But I think that, you know, I know our people, black people are also very unforgiving and I think because he tried to use that whole racism to, to capitalize racism on it, and we don't. The community don't work like that. No, girl. I know the gay, the black gays are going to be done with him. Mm-hmm. She's done. Yeah, she might as well. She gonna end up wearing a white man. <laughs> you know, it's just there. He's done. Yeah. I mean, unless he gets Obama's fixer to come and now PR spin this no. somehow. But black folk, you can't pull the wool no, over girl, our eyes. Done. He's done, and he better hope that. They don't bring those uh, federal charges, right? For that hate mail that he alleged, right? With the FBI, yeah, because they're that's totally still on separate. The case. They're yeah. still on this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If my thing is, but, if, if it got to the point where Obama 
was calling, calling his favors. people in, mm-hmm. then the FBI is going back down. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think I so? I don't think so. Well, then again, the FBI didn't even find basically, you know, Trump. Mm-hmm. They basically are like, you know, Trump's not guilty, but Trump's not innocent neither. We have this new space That's of different, yeah. Because I, I, as a legal person. I give the presumption of innocence. That is what the, the our legally, that's what our country founded on. You are innocent until proven guilty. But that is shifting. But, okay, you're only proven guilty if you go to trial. Right. And so when everyone's like, well, he ain't been found guilty yet. Okay, bitch, because he ain't gone to trial yet. Mm-hmm. So you can't sit here and say that, oh, well, you know, you got to wait till they prove him guilty. But they didn't because they called in a favor to get his charges dropped. Right. So... Then it's like, okay, well, that's moot. Like, you can't right. use that argument. But also, maybe it, there's a lot of things that happen here. I mean, a lot of the things that we heard, we don't even know whether whether or not they were factual. I did look at the 39 page report, mm-hmm. um, but we don't know if some of that evidence was planted. Again, that's Child, going back to the police. They department. planted them ring hear- um, videotapes. No, with him driving through that that neighborhood. No, but what I'm saying okay. is, is that I'm sure they had the evidence. Mm-hmm. But again, let's look at this practically. This is already a high-profile case. Mm-hmm. What is the likelihood? Because they would have to try this case in Cook County, Chicago, mm-hmm. a black county, right. a black city. What is the likelihood that they're going to find 12 jurors who have no familiarity with this case? Mm, that's true. Who were going to convict him anyway? Mm, they could. Right, because a lot of black folks is looking at this as a second OJ. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> It wasn't that serious. It wasn't that serious. I mean, no one died. This is a victimless right. crime. But I feel like would would he have gotten convicted? Yes. By by a yes. By a Chicago jury? Yes. You think? Because he tried to play Chicago. Because Chicago. He tried to play Chicago. Yes, though. he did. Yes, he did. He tried to play Chicago because people in Chicago that ain't like a country. That's not. The MAGA demographic. So he tried to stoke... He tried to play the movement. Yeah, he tried to stoke racial and homophobic flames. Mm-hmm. And from yeah. jump, people were like, nah, girl, like this this ain't Alabama. Like That would have flown in Alabama, right. Mississippi, Georgia, South Carolina, Kentucky, anywhere. But how many MAGA people just walking around Chicago at 2 a.m. in a point right. vortex right. by the subway? Right. Yo, Jesse, we wish you the best. Um, try to find some other skills that you might have that you can employ. Uh, maybe try to, um, and it won't be a next time because I think it's really kind of done for you. You're done. But next time, just get better PR or, or you know, make sure that your accomplices are not just like, you know, Instagram trainers. Like people, you need to, yeah, you need to plan this with somebody smart. All right, child. Night, night. Keep your butthole tight. I have a funny feeling that's the last time we're going to be discussing Jesse. Oh, yeah. Oh, child. <laughs> well, speaking of charges, have you heard about oh category, category, category is hashtag surviving Cardi B. Surviving Cardi B. Child. So. What are your thoughts? Well, let's give, let's give a, 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 a background. Yeah. So our girl, Belle Khalees, she, you know, rose to some level of success as a stripper in new york yes new york area um <laughs> why are you laughing this is funny to me 
a tweet or a Instagram story mm-hmm. from Cardi B has been resurfaced where Cardi B herself is saying or explaining a story of how mm-hmm. she used to be a stripper. Yes. And she was saying, look, I used to strip at the clubs and, you know, we go back in the back room for a private dance mm-hmm. and I would talk to the guys and say, look, do you want to have sex with me? <laughs> you know, which is not supposed to be proper. When you're in the champagne room, there's no touching. No sex in the no champagne No sex in the room. champagne room. Yeah, but when she's drop. like, we don't got to do it in the champagne room. We can go down the street mm-hmm. to the hotel, motel, Holiday Inn mm-hmm. and we can do it there. So she gets all her, her clients or her patrons. What do you call bar tending on um, stripper club guests? Uh, I don't know. Clients. Yeah. Well, that sounds, it's not, not a client. Customers. No, customers. I customers. Guess. She gets yeah. her customers all hot and bothered. Then mm-hmm. asks them if they want to take it to an intimate level. Yeah. A relational level. Yeah. At which point she would tell them to go to the, uh, such an hotel, get a room, and then she would meet them there. Then she comes to the room. And she would drug them. Once they were passed out, she would rob them them and leave without ever having provided the services that they intended. Now, Now. people are now starting this hashtag surviving Cardi B thing. (laughs) And I feel like they're trying to analogize this with hashtag uh, surviving R. Kelly. And Bill Cosby. It's more analogous to Bill Cosby, yeah, if anything. Yeah. Because my issue is the drugging of folks. Yeah. And taking away their free will. Yeah. But I think that hashtag surviving Cardi B is a straight direct it's line a, to R. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. But people don't have critical thinking skills or the ability to to distinguish the, the major differences here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it's, I'm not going to say it's funny, but it's, it's kind of funny. funny. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. But I think that when Cardi B posted that video, mm-hmm. only that snippet her explaining what she would do mm-hmm. to the men was, mm-hmm. was resurfaced. Not because she, I think she put it up and tore it back down. But okay. someone, you know, how people you know do, how it they today. save it. Yeah. But they republished only that part. But when the whole video came out, she was like, you know, I grew up poor. I was struggling. This is what I had to do to survive. Mm-hmm. I'm not, she was like, I'm not proud of it. Mm-hmm. It's not something I would ever have to do again. She's like, and that's why I bust my ass so hard, you know, mm-hmm. working now as a, as a musician, which is not that a musician, as a rapper. Right. And no, it don't make it right. But I think that. It's not something she's still doing. It's not wow. something that she's been doing uh, perpetually and systematically for decades. Well, it, she's only like 25, 26. Yeah. And, but it's something, but the purpose of her telling us the story, the intent behind her telling the story was she said, this is something I did in my past. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but it was survival for me. This, mm. and, and, I, and not for nothing, this happens to lots of um people i grew up outside of atlantic city mm-hmm. and i know some atlantic city folk in the region oh. who's this who this has actually happened to and like, um yeah the, the victim or the... the victim oh yeah okay and uh i think that she's wrong as hell yeah like i think like that no... cardi b needs to just stay off the internet she's too involved with her fan base yeah. but that's what makes that's her what successful her... yeah but she, girl, that is not, keep that, take that to your grave. Yeah, that's not the story you want to be telling on Facebook Live or Instagram Live right. or whatever. But I think that um, it's like, and I think that this movement surviving Cardi B mm-hmm. is kind of fueled by men who are pissed about the surviving R. Kelly. No, I don't think so. And I think, it, and the women who support R. Kelly, I think it's fueled no. by, no, I think, I think it's uh-uh. fueled by them because they're trying to take the heat and the distraction off of him and, and no. make a false comparison. No, I don't think so. I think she was probably intending to tell a story, you know, to explain 
something that she went through, what she overcame as a young stripper on the streets right. of the Bronx. But the subtext also and, gives her some street cred. Yeah. And, you know, she got the stripper movie coming out. Right. And so I think that her intention was, I'm going to tell this story to be more relatable because, you know, she's very in tune with her people. Right. But then people are like, oh, girl, you can't be saying stuff like this. Right. Like, not in today's times. And so when... I think the hashtag came about, I think it was more of, well, we got to hold her accountable too, because we hold R. Kelly accountable. We hold um, Harvey Weinstein accountable. We're holding Bill Cosby accountable. Now they're even holding Joe Biden accountable because they got them women saying that he was touching them inappropriately because- Oh, child. Them hugs. Right. <laughs> when they're taking the photos. Right. And how he handled the Anita, the Anita Hill situation. Yeah. And so now they're like, okay, well, you don't get a pass today, Cardi. Right. And so, I don't think Cardi should get a pass. And Cardi's very problematic for many reasons. But I think it's her authenticity that mm-hmm. pushes through. I think that, um, but it's still not fair. And yet, if people need to be called to the carpet, yeah. called to the carpet. Mm-hmm. But this, she fucked herself up because she put that out there. Yeah. It, it's not, it didn't come out through the grapevine. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that. Again, to try to pretend like the, I have the problem with the do a different hashtag, get more creative people. That's my thing. But to try to analogize it by saying surviving Cardi mm-hmm. B to what R. Kelly has done is totally unreasonable. Uh, my thing is these men, first of all, were engaged in illegal. They were willing to partake in an illegal practice yeah, in the first place. That's true. And when you are engaged in illegal conduct, you know, that did not give her the right whatsoever to take away these mm-hmm. men's free will, to drug them, and then to, to rob their belongings. <laughs> right? Did you see? Do you remember that Seinfeld episode where the lady um, handcuffed George to the bed and then she stole all no. his clothes? No. So somebody put Cardi's face. A mess. <laughs> over the woman's face. The memes and are too And then they much. like dubbed her voice in. I was dying. The memes are too much. Yes. But yeah, I never watched Seinfeld. Oh, okay. But um, I think that uh, what are these men going to do? Go to the police and report, oh, hey, right, yeah. I was buying a prostitute and she drugged me and robbed me. Okay, well, you're implicating yourself in a crime. A crime within a crime is yeah. not really reportable. Right. That's like someone going, that's like a drug dealer going to the police because another rival gang stole, stole all his drugs. drugs. <laughs> no, like yeah. people need to understand when you being a John, that's what you sign up for and, and potentially open yourself up to. Well, Prostitution is a crime. Again, that's why I feel like it should be legalized. I do support sex workers and prostitution. But I feel like as of now, because it is Red criminalized, special, bitch. because it is a criminalized act, mm-hmm. people are going to try to make the most of the opportunity or yeah. capitalize the most they can because it is an illegal enterprise. So mm-hmm. don't be surprised if you get robbed by a prostitute. That's all. Because it's illegal <laughs> in its nature already. So let's make it legal. That's I wish, no. I wish a discussion would have went there. It might. But I think that... But again, is robbing someone of their worldly possessions and goods or taking their credit card, which you can just call and shut off? Because my thing is also, if the process... I'm sure they just... They I, talked money. Yeah, of course. Prior to. So they went to the ATM, got the exact amount. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are hot... These are husbands from New Jersey in Connecticut. Right, that's yeah. coming over to get their mm-hmm. rocks off. They got the exact money. You know... She took a little credit card, a little this, a little that. They wild. Like she, y'all acting like she was well, do, stealing massive sums of money. And again, it's taking someone's worldly possessions or money or belongings the same as taking their their body. You said it's not it's the same. It's about taking their free will. And so the drugging aspect of it's it horrible. is where 
like girl what were you drugging them with like were you just shooting them in the neck with a syringe full of oh, some anesthetic or something i thought like she probably poured them a drink and put what in it like a mickey you know? no because those take too long to take Wanna effect sleep, man, mickey. yeah you need like something fast acting i don't know she probably put just things you could put in drinks that are odorless colorless tasteless like some ghp probably yeah and then they just drink it and she probably put out significant a decent amount mm-hmm. and they drink it and then within minutes they would pass out mm-hmm. and then but then what if she put too much and then they died because they're breathing girl right see that's that's the thing but i'm sure cardi's done something strange for a piece of change exactly. please believe it if she was in there robbing them because mm-hmm. if it wasn't mickey or something they take long to take effect exactly and uh, not too i mean but not within five minutes like it takes a couple of hours but i'm sure right. And your condition deteriorates over those hours. Yeah. But I'm sure she would just lay up and watch them deteriorate or talk with them or mm-hmm. strip for them or mm-hmm. do things with do them. Do some things. But it's a mess. But I think, again, don't don't try to make it seem... Call Cardi to the carpet, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's, again, it's not the same. You know? I she, guess. She wasn't raping these men. Well, we don't know that. And again, even with, with the way our sex culture is, and it's unfortunate because... Many people don't realize or recognize that men can be the victims of sexual assault. Grown men can be the victims of sexual assault. And I think that when we think of it, we only think of it in the Oz context of a man against a man. Yeah. But yet a grown woman can sexually assault, a grown woman can sexually assault a grown adult man. Mm -hmm. But how many men do you think would admit that? Well, because of the way that our toxic masculinity is, even if a woman did drug, like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I think in this case, if Cardi B drugged them, they might be coming forward. I think so. My thing is, look, Cardi B said this a while ago. She's famous. She's the biggest yeah. pop star out now. Right. And no one's come forward. One guy did. He did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But then that. there was like some issues with his, his story. Yeah. Right. Because most men are not going to admit it. Well, one, because they're probably married. Because, like you said. Oh, at the time. Yeah. They don't want their wife to find out, their kids to find out. That they I'm just sh- saying, but like we have someone who's in, but then I see, and now I see your point kind of too. Mm-hmm. It's a double standard. Yeah. Because Bill Cosby's like, I didn't drug him, but then he has over 50 women who says, uh, this happened to me the exact same way. Well, Cardi B admits it. Mm-hmm. And she says she was doing it as a part of her stripping enterprise. Mm-hmm. But no, yet no man has come forward. Right. Maybe she made all this up. She could have. Maybe it's a subplot of the movie. Because <laughs> that's the other thing. Is right. anything real anymore? No. Sean, I'm done with Cardi. Speaking of someone who is real, a real genuine diva had her 75th birthday yes. recently. The boss. Diana Ross, the boss, had this like star-studded birthday party. Oh my gosh. And like amazing. everybody was there. Anyone who's anybody. Yeah. Even Robin Thicke. <laughs> Did you see? Okay, because I, you know I love me some Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm-hmm. The uh, second oldest daughter of Diana. Chutney? Who? Chutney. Chutney. No, she's the oldest. Oldest, yeah. Okay. No, that's Rhonda. Who Rhonda? Rhonda Ross. That was the one at the um Grammys on her cell phone. Oh, her. that one. I don't know who Chutney is. She's like the maybe she's the second she's one. She's the no maybe it's, she's it's the third Rhonda, one. then Tracy, then Chutney. Okay. And then Evan. No, there's another boy. There's another boy. Yeah. And then there's, and then Evan. there's Evan. Okay. I used to think Evan was gay. I did too. But anyway. But. Um Yeah, so uh, Tracy Ellis Ross mm-hmm. I saw a video on her Instagram where she's like oh Beyonce do you want to sing happy birthday <laughs> and who, Beyonce was like nope yeah she didn't seem like she wanted to do it but she, she felt pressured yeah but I think that um 
or just I think she's surprised. They should have asked her, like not on. It's, it was, it definitely seemed like they asked her on the spot. Right on the spot. But like, yeah. I think Beyonce probably wanted to do like a vocal warm up, you know, mm. or something. Wow. And didn't get a chance to because it was a real basic happy birthday. <laughs> uh, I've seen more enthusiastic happy birthdays right. at Applebee's. Right. But I think that um. Stop! Not at Applebee's. Okay. Well, okay. Outback. Then. Outback. They got good bread. They got yes. good bread. But while Tracy was like talking on the microphone uh-huh. with that horrible wig, well. uh, Robin Thicke's like all trying to get to the front. Mm-hmm. It was like literally Beyonce, Diana, Tracy, mm-hmm. and then Robin Thicke. And I'm like, Robin Thicke, where'd you come from? Right. Go back there. I thought he was like, he's dating like some 22 year old girl yeah, that was pregnant. Yeah. But anyway. I love Diana Ross. You know, she's one of my original mm-hmm. divas. I she thought it was good too. She looks great. Yeah. I think it was a full circle moment that uh, Beyonce, who basically played Dina Jones, who was basically Diana Ross yeah. in the Dream, Dream Girls, Girls yeah. got to uh, sing Happy Birthday mm-hmm. to uh, one of the greatest idols. Who yeah. has inspired her? She won't admit it. You know, yeah. Beyonce credits Tina Turner. Tina, yeah. But, uh, sis. Yeah. But. Um, and Beyonce really credited in because um, she ain't that old. She really credited in uh, Angela Bassett. Because <laughs> I, I hate to say it, when I think of Tina Turner, I don't think of Tina Turner because I'm not that love old. Got to do with it. I think of what's love got to do yeah, with it. And that's, that's a good ass movie, though. I mean, that's a bomb ass movie. Yeah. But that's all Angela. I mean, it's not all Angela because it's inspired by mm-hmm. Tina, but I mean, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. That's Angela Bassett. It is. It that's is. who Beyonce is really replicating up mm-hmm. on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, if you're listening, yes, we said it. Yes, best slay of twenty eighteen. Yes, but um, yeah, Beyonce's song "Happy Birthday." Also, uh, did you see um, Chloe's outfit, her garment? Yeah. So and her uh, hair. Yeah. So like, how many Kardashians did I forget? Chris Jenner was there. I'm sorry, Chloe. You have Chloe Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. So Chloe, so, you only want to. Uh, we weren't talking about them little girls and don't wear no clothes. Were they there? Yeah, they were. Of course. I don't like them. You know, they be everywhere Beyonce be. Mm, I don't feature them. Um. So yeah. So. Chloe Kardashian was there. Chris Jenner was was there. Yes, in like a green metallic. So, Courtney, not Courtney, Chloe, Chloe. Yeah, yes, Chloe. Chloe was there. She had like a gold sequin number, like I a wrap dress. It. it looked good. It was very Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, and she had a big blonde Afro wig. Well, I it wasn't call an it Afro. Afro. It, it wasn't was an Afro. Curled. She had loose spiral curls. Yeah, yeah. That were voluminous. Voluminous, and so. Black Twitter came for her. Black Twitter have a seat. Hashtag Black Twitter have a seat. Can we start a new hashtag here? Category is. I don't. I don't want Black Twitter coming after me. Hashtag Black Twitter have a seat. <laughs> My gosh, do you think it was cultural appropriation? I don't. I don't either. It was not cultural appropriation. You know, I might have said maybe if she came in there with a like a Pam Greer afro. That was yeah. clearly not her hair texture. Yeah, yeah. But my thing is, is she had spiral curls. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. blonde spiral curls. Yeah, like people, black people. We need to understand. We understand the diaspora as it relates to us, but mm-hmm. I don't think we understand the diaspora as it relates to other people. And please don't think that I'm saying that Khloe Kardashian is a part of the diaspora because I don't no, think that don't. she is. Mm-mm. I mean, she can run her 23 and Me. She ain't. <laughs> or I mean, she's had a lot of black well, in her, but it ain't none in her. Well. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that uh, she's not black. She's not a part of the diaspora. Mm-hmm. But there are actually some white people mm-hmm. who have a hair texture that is more similar to black people's hair, mm-hmm. like a, like a like a curl pattern, like a like a two, type yeah. two or type three curl pattern, okay. than it is to white people hair. Yeah, 
Sephardic Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Um, like lots of people in the where Europe meets like Africa Eurasia. meets Asia, Eurasia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of people over there, and even in America. Yeah. I mean, we know how our history is here. Mm-hmm. People who are passable mm-hmm. but have curly, curly hair. Yeah. I mean, I know we recognize things, but. Like Meghan Markle, I'm not trying to bring her into this conversation because okay. she has nothing to do with yeah. this. She's way above this. I yeah. can't even believe I'm using her as an example. Mm-hmm. But I don't see her as passable, but some people do. Mm-hmm. She's, but no, some. How? You know what? A lot of my white friends see her wow. as passable. Really? But I, I can't help but feel it's just like when Obama became president, all the white people were like, oh, he's half white, he's half he's, white too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that she's a duchess, they want to, oh no, she's half white. Yeah. You know, they only want it. the exceptional lives. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think that some white people think she's passable. I look mm-hmm, at them roots mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, ma'am. Yeah. To me, she's clearly a black woman. But then there's also some black people who be like, oh, you know, she's passable. She, she ain't yeah. real black. Mm-hmm. But I think that there are white people, like, not for nothing, baby Duchess, baby Duchess, <laughs> <laughs> baby Sussex uh-huh. is, is going to appear white. Oh, completely. I mean, the baby's going to be passable. Yeah. But its hair texture... Might not be. Might not be. Yeah. You know, that things yeah. work out different in the mix. Yeah. But I don't I think th- it was cultural appropriation. It was not. It was, you know, she was paying homage to Diana. Yes, it homage. Was just a wig. And it wasn't like it was she fun. came... Yeah, you know, she was given like a, like you said, a Studio 54 moment. It wasn't like she came in there with like... Blackface. Bronzer and right, blackface. Or bro- even, even a deep bronzer. Yeah. But did you peep the, all that highlighter on her knee? I did. I was like, why is her knee so shiny? Oh my, no, her whole leg had makeup on it. The yeah. leg was contoured and highlighted yeah. to death. Child. <laughs> a mess. Yeah. But she looked good. She looked good. It was yeah. fun. All right, child. Well, let's get into our next section called... Realness. Realness. So this week we wanted to talk about relationships mm-hmm. and compatibility. Yes. As related to yeah, love languages. Very important. So do you know your love languages, Maurice? Yeah. Let's talk about what love languages are. So there's all these quizzes out there and you can take a series of questions to see how you best receive love. Mm-hmm. And so they but also are... how you show love. How you show it to uh, yeah, I think it's oh, a twofold. Okay. There's a book. Um, it's called. It's by Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, it's a relationship type book. Mm-hmm. But I, my understanding is, is usually the way that people receive love mm-hmm. is the way that they show love. Because that's what that's love how, feels like to so you. Then, so that's yeah. how you show it. Mm-hmm. So the five love languages are receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, Acts of service or devotion and physical touch. Right. So, what are your love languages, Maurice? I think what, when you do the test, it kind of ranks them. Really? Yeah. The ones I did, they don't. They just tell me one. All right. I know that we'll we'll put it in the show notes with the proper website. Uh-huh. But there's one where it ranks them. Oh, okay. Because I know my rankings. But what's your one love language then? Mine is quality time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll give you all five of mine. I don't care. Okay. Mine is uh, number one, quality time. Okay. Number two is acts of service or okay. devotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, three is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Four is receiving gifts. And five is physical touch. Okay. So I think that, you know, I know some people are not into astrology like mm-hmm. me. Um, 
and astrology is really complicated too. Yeah, it's it just, can be. There's so With many things. The moons, the moons and the planets yeah. and the risings and the yeah. cardinals. It's, yeah, it's too much. But this is cute and fun. And I think it's also helpful if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. or not in one. Yeah. But just to know how you, to be aware of how you receive love and how you give love. Mm-hmm. But I think that knowing your, your partner's, like, Ideally, it would be great if you had a partner where your love languages match. Like, does does your boyfriend? Do you know his love language, or do you feel comfortable sharing? Um, no. So I had been meaning to send him like the link so he can take it, but oh. my um, evaluation and observation yes. is that some so sometimes it's quality time, mm-hmm. sometimes it's physical touch. Mm-hmm. But probably the third one is probably words of affirmation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I mean, five is hard, right? Mm-hmm. To have like your ranking top two or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they said that there's like two that people really. Yeah. Your top one is You're the one you absolutely, absolutely are. Need. Yeah. Um. So it's nice to have a partner that at least has that in their top two, mm-hmm. right? But I think that if you were like so opposite, yeah. at least it makes you aware of the fact that hey, I might be thinking that I'm showing my partner mm-hmm. love, but they're not feeling love. Right. And I think that it can kind of preempt a lot of disputes mm-hmm. in relationships. At least for me, knowing my partner's, you know love language is helpful because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I might think I'm showing them love, mm-hmm. but I need to do this. Like if they're like physical if touch is my last uh-huh, one, yeah. I'll be like, okay, like, but it's hard because it doesn't come naturally. You actually right. have, to, you have think to think to, to actually do. touch them. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you could not touch me my whole life and I would be absolutely fine. fine. Yeah. But then some people's like, you didn't hold my hand. Right. At the movie. One of my friends is like that. He was with Mm -hmm. um, one of his exes and he was just like, he never wants to hold my hand. He never, I just want to watch TV and hold hands. But because, and he would complain to me, Mm -hmm. he was, I couldn't empathize Mm -hmm. or relate because I, again, quality or physical touch is not one one of of mine. And I'm like, but why are y'all holding hands watching TV? Like, I just didn't get it. (laughs) But I, I, but for him, that's what he mm-hmm. needed, right? Okay. And there's all factors. There's numerous, countless factors yeah. that contribute to how you are the way yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. I think like, it's a lot of, like, psychology and, like, your yeah. upbringing and, like, how you, your environment that you grew up and in. And also, for me, like birth order. I find we don't really? discuss it enough. Maybe that could be another realness, but mm-hmm. you, we've talked about it. Yeah, we have. Off the podcast. Mm-hmm. But birth order, to me, is so indicative of yeah. how, if you have siblings, mm-hmm. or even if you yeah, don't. If you don't, even. Because yeah. only children, child, never. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's like, you know, just... It, can help you to be a little bit more aware of yeah, what your partner's yeah. needs are. Because if your partner needs you to just be there, mm-hmm. that's quality time, right? No. No? Well, for me, well, see, and that's why it's not that simple. And that's why I think you should ask your partner, after you're doing the test, do the test together. Mm-hmm. Share with each other. Evaluate whether it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But then also the important part is explain to your partner what that means to you. Because mm-hmm. it means different things to different people. Like you said, be there. Mm-hmm. To me, Quality time's not being there. So if we're just sitting like in a room together watching, or if we're just sitting in a room together watching TV, mm-hmm. well, watching TV is not a good That's example because no. you're watching something. Mm-hmm. But to me, quality time, if we go out to eat and you're on your phone. No, you ain't to doing me, that. you're here, right. but you're not present in that right. moment. And that's more and, what I meant. And that's present. not to me, mm-hmm. yeah, we're spending time. But it's a quality, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And words of affirmation for some people, like, mm. for, for some people, it's, oh, you look good in that dress. But for mm-hmm. some people, it's, you know, you are amazing. You are intelligent. You are a beacon of light. Like, you have to understand what it means to certain people. But I think... I don't like that. What? Because I already know that. You don't have to tell me that. But you know what? I, I know. Not that I know it, too. But... <laughs> 
words of affirmation is my third uh-huh. most important one. But again, to me, gifts are not important. I'm no. not a gifts person. Yeah, me um, if I want it, I got it. Right? Is that how it goes? I don't know. You yes. like my hair. Gee, thanks. Just bought it. I want it. I got it. I want it. I got it. What song is that? The Ariana Grande girl. Anyway. Oh, you? I thought you were talking about Beyonce. Oh, no. I don't no. know. What song? But it's like, if I want something, I'll get it for myself. Okay. I don't need you to get me a gift. Mm-mm. The best gift you can give me, to, the way I look at it, is your time. Because you can always get more money. Yeah. You can always get more skill sets. Mm-hmm. You can always get... Time is the one finite resource that we have. You yeah. can't get more of it. You can't get more. Yeah. So, but I'm, but I also realize I'm a little bit, un- I can be unreasonable sometimes. You know, really? I mean, sometimes it is nice to just sit with your partner and watch a movie and not talk to one another. True. But and also, like, I want every conversation to be a moving, deep, no, emotional conversation. No, but that's what I like. But no, because you can still spend that quality time. Having like a frivolous ass conversation sometimes. Like, sometimes like we do all the time. We just, yeah, like we do on the podcast. <laughs> but like sometimes me and my boyfriend, we just have like random silly conversations. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, that can lead into a deep conversation. Right. Or we can be talking about something, you know, really, really intense. And then we just like break into something silly and just right. break it up. Yeah, silly conversation is mm-hmm. always good. But I, I find that connection for me is made when we have those deep, meaningful Tear jerking, I see you conversations, but again, that's just but not, that's unrealistic. Right, but not every conversation has to be that deep. Right. Yeah, and I think yeah. you know it's levels. Like you learn different parts of their personality. Right, but again, I encourage everyone to ha- yeah know your partner, know their mm-hmm. history, know them well as a person. But then but also, also know yourself. Know yourself. Yeah. Exactly. That was yeah. my next point. Know yourself. Yeah, because for <clears throat> me, again, physical touch is not my thing. Mm-mm it's highly unlikely I'm going to hold your hand in public. And that's something, not, and it's, it's not because you don't want to, I don't want or to, feel, or I don't feel yeah. like it. I really just don't, I don't want to seem like a utilitarian person, but I, I'm not a toddler. I know how to walk. Why am I holding your hand? I just, for me, I feel trapped. I okay. feel like I can't move freely. Mm-hmm. What if someone jumps out of a bush? Run. Run. Like, <laughs> But I get it. For some people, holding hands is everything. But you know what? You know what? I hate the people holding hands on the sidewalk. I'm like, Because now I can't pass Move you. out the way. Right. Yeah. Or you know what? I'll give you a peck or a kiss on the cheek or mm-hmm. a kiss on the mouth. Mm-hmm. What I'm not going to do is be tonguing you down yeah, on the street that's corner. Disgusting. Like that's Again, that's yeah. not me. I'm not going to walk with my... I've seen people where they're like walking and their hands are wrapped around the person Ooh. from the back. Or like, I'm not going to do... Mm-mm public displays displays of affection like that okay but if you need me to hold you or hold your hand Mm -hmm. we can absolutely do that Mm -hmm. at home yeah yeah you know but but like but again that's where it goes knowing yourself Mm -hmm. if you need me to hold your hand every single time i'm not that i'm not that guy but i'll but i'll i'll touch you you know i'll 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 touch your thigh Mm -hmm. i'll touch your hand at points in public where i know you need it but Mm -hmm. again i feel like it's not it's for you and your comfort. Mm-hmm. It's just your reassurance. I'm here. It's not. Some people I feel like do it to just be, just. you know, obnoxious and ostentatious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, if I'm touching you, our relationship is for us. It's not for the world. For, yeah. But yeah, but to quality yeah. time, again, quality time, I want mm-hmm. every single conversation. Like, if I had it my way, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to the movies with my man. I wouldn't go to... <laughs> Like every, t- it would just be us talking all day, every day. First mm-hmm. thing we do, like, but again, that's too much for some that's people. That's too much for some people, yeah. But then some people are like, 
Oh my god, he unloaded the dishwasher. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, um, one time, well, I won't give too much. Time. No, <laughs> keep it real. I'm keeping it real. One of my exes, one time, mm-hmm. like I just had a really overwhelming day, and mm-hmm. I just had a whole bunch of stuff to get done. And, you know, I usually don't ask people to do things because mm-hmm. I have my pride issues, and I, I, I don't, I can do it myself. That's yeah, how I've always been way. since I'm I was a baby. Way. Yeah. So I was, but I had so much on my plate to do, mm-hmm. and um, I came home, and one of my exes was at home, and he did something as simple as fold the towels for me and I didn't have to ask Mm -hmm. bitch I tell you (laughs) I cried I went in the bath I went in my little half bath the powder room Uh and I had to pull it together I was like I felt so loved I was like oh my god he folded the towels also you have to understand for me I hate doing laundry and I don't fold so it was extra special I was like Mm -hmm. I didn't have to ask him but him folding the towels for me I felt so loved okay an act of service. Then you had to put it down. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Folding towels. Right? Yes. Shoot. But like, again, like, I'm not a guest person. You can... No, I'm not either. That's my absolutely last one. Yeah. Because I don't, one, I don't like things like that. Like, I don't need a watch. I don't need a new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, there's things you shouldn't buy for your partner anyway. But, like what? Like, you shouldn't buy a watch for them because that means time is running out of your relationship. Time's up. You should. <laughs> you can't buy them shoes because that means they're going to walk out of your life. And you can never buy them a coat because that means they're going to give you the cold shoulder and ice you out. Wow. Yeah. Well, you also told me, because I remember we discussed this before. Mm-hmm. I said, well, what if the man wants to buy rims for your car or put some 20s nope. on it? You said, away. nope, you're going to drive out your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a mess. A mess. Yeah, so I'm just not, not, I'm not a gifts person because I'm just like... They don't matter to me. Like You know what also for me gifts? Again, like I said earlier, uh-huh. if there's anything I want, I'll usually just get it for myself. Yeah. Uh, gifts for me, be, although it is my last, no, physical touch is my last mm-hmm. one. But gifts for me, it, it's my fourth one, mm-hmm. but it's still, you have if you're going to do a gift, you have to do it right. Again, right. I prefer experiences mm-hmm. at, you know, that's like a memory as yeah. opposed to, giving me something physical something or tangible physical, yeah. but the memory again that goes to quality time you mm-hmm. see how i do that mm-hmm. like let's mm-hmm. go to a concert let's yeah. go to a dinner let's make a memory mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i prefer things that are more quality time-based right. gifts than tangible gifts mm-hmm. uh but the problem is is if you do give me a tangible gift yeah. oftentimes i've given a gift mm-hmm. and i get so upset because i'm like oh my god this person just bought this shirt for me mm-hmm. and it is not my taste. <laughs> it is so yeah, gaudy. It's yeah. ugly. It's disgusting. Oh my God. Yeah. But then, but then I spiral. I'm like, mm-hmm. they don't know me. Mm-hmm. They don't really know my style. Yeah. They don't know the things I like, mm-hmm. you know, or it's a gift they bought from, for their ex mm-hmm. or it's a, a, a hand me down mm-hmm. or a regift. Mm-hmm. But if, the art of gift giving is mm-hmm. very, very hard. Cause yeah. if you give the wrong gift, yeah, that can be way worse than giving no, no gift, gift at, all. at all. Yeah. Just don't give me nothing. But that's just to me. But some people just love gift. They don't give a damn what well, it is. That's them. But yeah, we encourage you all to know your love language. Mm-hmm. Talk about love languages with your partner. Yeah. And let's move it on. Our next segment is I, I said, said what I said. said. So my I said what I said this week is kind of calling myself out. Mm-hmm. Um... It's a complicated one. It's like, and I said what I said within, and I said what I said. Okay. Uh, because I'm basically, you know, I said what I said, 
is an unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. But my unpopular opinion's unpopular to even me, which is crazy, right? Yes. But I have, I'm going to just call this a confession. <laughs> and I don't want to make this confession, but I'm going to be real with y'all. Okay. There's this rap, I don't even know if you can call her that. Is it rap? It's, I mean, I guess she's rap. She likes to call herself that. So I'll, I'll, I'll respect and acknowledge that that's what she does. Okay. Australian person who goes by the name of Aggie, Iggy. Don't I, do that. It's like, no, her name's Iggy Azalea. And y'all know my problematic fave is Azalea Banks. Well. Um, who Iggy Azalea stole her name from. She did not. Well, whatever. Anyway, Iggy Azalea. Amethyst Amelia Kelly. That's her name, Amethyst? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe she is real ghetto. <laughs> Amethyst is not her name. It is. Chachis. Anyway, I had a problem with her on so many levels. Why? You know, because honestly, one of my main problems is how she came, she came into the rap game. No, I'm going to talk about all my problems and I'm going to get to my point. Okay, okay. My confession. I'm trying to just stall. Mm-hmm. But she came into the rap game real disrespectful, real rude, real nasty. That's how rap is, though. But she needs to understand she is not even from this continent. She's not even from this hemisphere. She's not even from this, from this, what's it called? Equatorial thing, my bobber. She's like on the whole opposite diagonal side of the world. Oh, nice. I'm saying, right? Yeah, she's from the Southern Hemisphere. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's what this hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. She's she from the Southern Hemisphere. She's not on the on Northern. She's from the Eastern Hemisphere. She's not from the Western. <laughs> like, bitch, you real, real far, far away. Know your place and come here humble. So anyway, she did. She came here, no money, no family, 16 in the middle of Miami. Child cheese. Was she also robbing uh, the patrons? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> The one I thing, love Iggy Azalea. Child. Her CD Ugh. is bomb. It is good for some cardio. Work, work, work. Yes. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, still not as, it's still not as good as Britney's work. Well. But again, but I put in work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. You know what? Working on my sheet. I studied to that during the bar exam because really? there was one line in there. Uh-huh. She was like, I'm passing the bar like, like a lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> that was my anthem because it came out that year and I was like, I'm passing the bar like a lawyer. Yeah. So, I do like her for that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but she's problematic. And I remember she had one song that came she out. Is not. And she was like... Black Widow, baby? Well, no, was she was oh. she said that she was um, whipping some... She's like, oh, I'm whipping that bitch like a slave master. And I was like, sis, okay, maybe you don't know American history, but somebody needs to she's give not a American. lesson. But that don't give her... That falls on T.I. because T.I. is her mentor. Right. So he should have been like, nah, girl, you can't say that. Right. You so know, that falls on him. But I'm not, I mean, so that was my main gripe for her. Because okay. it's like, know your history. Mm-hmm. Don't come in here and trying to, you know, take a music genre that was created and cultivated by black people to express our uh, oppression, our pain, our love, our hope. I look at hip hop as um, something that is political oftentimes oh, okay. and, and, and spiritual mm-hmm. and, and community based. But that's why I said what she does is not hip hop. It's rap. It's a little bit different. I think rap has been commercialized and made pop. Okay. Like Nicki Minaj does rap. Mm-hmm. Cardi B does rap. Mm-hmm. So why can't this white woman come in and do it? Right. But just do it respectfully. But my thing is one of your first songs out the gate cannot be saying that black bitches is that you whipping black bitches like slave masters. That is just so what beyond song is that? the pale. What song is that? Yeah. Hold on. It was on her song 
D-R-U-G-S, drugs, basically. No, I don't know. Where she one. says, tire marks, tire marks, finish line with the fire marks. When they relay starts, I, I'm a runaway slave master. That don't even rhyme. But in the video, and it's not just that. Mm-hmm. The, th- that's just the lyric. But I remember watching that video. Uh-huh. And when she said, I'm a runaway slave master, mm-hmm. she had a whip in her hand and she cracked the whip. Okay. And I was just like, okay, black people... Whoever was directing this video, whoever's in the producer room or with mm-hmm. her, clearly didn't... One, I don't believe that she writes her raps. Definitely not. But I believe that, one, who gave her these raps to say? Exactly. What, That's what I'm saying. It's not, I get that, but still, she has her own... She's been here since 14, cleaning what? 16. In the middle of Miami? Mm-hmm. She should learn her history. But, again, no one had the wherewithal to say, let's not put a whip in her hand. Let's not say this white woman is a slave master. She did apologize for it, and I guess we can all move on. And well... I mean, I do like her her body. If you're going to do pumps and stuff like mm-hmm. that, that's the way to go. Her body looks the nice. body is snatched, honey. That body looks good. It's just enough. It's not too much like these crazy. Right. Nicki Minaj. Yeah, it's not Nicki Minaj. It's not any of these other women right. with all these silicone. But I think that she. Picks of flat you booties. Know, I think she has to kind of humble herself. I'm not she saying has. she can't. She has. And maybe, because what humbled her was when she didn't win any Grammys. Because she was right. nominated for that year. And she tried to pull a Macklemore. Right. But it's like, you know, you can't just come in and take over the genre and use your right. Like, it's, it's hurtful when you were trying to use but your right again, to excel on something we created. But, but my I said what I said goes uh-huh. to the fact that I was listening to a song the other day. I was Because I sometimes put on my Spotify and uh-huh. just put it on. Ran- Is it random? Um, I don't know how Spotify works. I don't have sometimes Spotify. I'll be in different moods okay. and I follow different pages. But okay. I think it was because I was listening to a lot of Cardi B. I don't know, but it was like, I like female rappers. Okay. Like Kayla, all that. Who? See, only you know her. You know when I'm I know niche. Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim. Well, anyway, I'm just in my house doing my thing, cleaning. Mm-hmm. I'm perpetually cleaning. And I but heard. You must be dirty all the time. I don't know, child. <laughs> And I heard this song. It, I wasn't really even paying attention, and I don't yeah. even really know her cat, her voice like that. Oh, but all I heard was little Sally Walker walking down the street. Yeah, she didn't know what to do, so she jumped in front of me, and I'm like, "Ooh, shit!" And I, I'm washing my dishes, and I'm twerking, and I'm like, "I like this." It don't make sense it, at all, at all, at all. So then I'm like, "What is this song?" And I look at my little Spotify, and I said, "Iggy Azalea," and I'm like, "Ugh," and I just like scrunch my face yeah. up. But I hit replay. <laughs> the best. And then after that, I went and I watched it on um, the video mm-hmm. online. Yeah. And bitch, I love the video even more. Yeah. Because you know why? Because she got them drag queens in it. Yes, bitch. <laughs> yes. She had Shea Coulee. Yes. She had Vanessa Vanjie Mateo, Vangie. honey. Miss Vanjie. Yes. And who? She has some, another drag queen up in there, too. Who am I forgetting? I don't know. But anyway, those are the ones I spotted. Yeah, but yeah. clearly, you know, I love me some Shea Coulee. Mm-hmm. When she had the drag queens up in there, I'm like, her yeah. marketing team's good. Yeah. RuPaul. And she even, it was a line in there about RuPaul. Yeah. So, um, my said what I said <laughs> is an unpopular opinion, it even is. for me, because I like the song, but I, I don't really care for her. But... But the song is funny. The song is hot. And the and video's like, even, <laughs> but the video's even cute, cuter. And the video yeah. is because it's Queens of Color that she yes, booked. Yeah. But again, she's exploding people of color. Let me not. Oh my god. Let me stop my like deep racial yeah. dives on Iggy and just yeah. say it's a fun song. I will stream it. I will not buy it. Well, she's still getting paid like half of a cent for every ten like times she listens to it. Yeah. 
Right. So good for you for supporting her. All right. Well, I said what I said. Damn. <laughs> it's okay. I love it. But see, I said what I said. Supposed to be said with conviction. But yeah. I'm, I also, I'm trying to just be a whole person, y'all. Yeah. So what should I say what I said? My I said what I said for this week is... So the GLAAD Media Awards were presented by the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. And so they recognize... Um, celebrities and different categories um, such as you know daytime drama comedy series documentary things that are supposed to uplift the LGBT plus community that's plus this year was the 30th awards I did not know that oh my god yeah and so you know they nominated outstanding film love Simon won that Okay. Um, they had outstanding comedy series, drama series. Um, this sound like the gay double NCP image awards. Pretty much like queer eye <laughs> won some stuff. They do it in like two parts, I think. Okay. So like one was now, and then the second part is going to be, I think, in maybe May. Okay. Um. So yeah. So on March twenty eighth, they had the first ceremony in Los Angeles, and they gave the Vanguard Award to. Beyonce and Jay-Z. What's the Vanguard Award for? So the Vanguard Award is presented to a member of the entertainment community who is not themselves LGBT plus, mm-hmm. but they have made a significant difference in promoting equal rights for LGBT people. Okay. So it's the gay, ver- it's the gay community's version of affirmative action. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a specific award, award for the straights. For the straights. Okay. Yeah. And so this year they gave Beyonce and Jay-Z the award for what I do not know. Because, I mean, yeah, I get that Jay-Z's mom came out as a lesbian. But that's his mother, that's not him. Right. And then Beyonce said that she had a gay uncle. But then her mom, Mama Tina, said that the man she was mentioning was actually Tina's nephew. So I was like, um, was it your cousin or your uncle? So Beyonce confused. So she well, you know how sometimes black families do where like the nephew is older than the niece. It might be that kind of a situation. Uh, so like they might just be. so like they just called him uncle because of the age. The age difference. Okay, it could be. I don't know. I have an uncle that's the same age as my older brother, but we call him uncle. Really? Yeah. Not cousin. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Okay. Well, yeah. Some people because of the age, just like right. Yeah. Care. Yeah. I get it. Beyonce is the queen of the gays. No doubt. The I black. Mean, I wouldn't say that. The black gays. You know what? I would say that the the progressive, the uh, elite mm-hmm. black gays. Yeah. Like Beyonce. Like Beyonce. There's still a few stragglers who who mention Brandy. Like Ooh. I don't. I do not understand what Brandy's no Brandy. Like you are a full mud duck if you yeah. understand it for Brandy. Yeah. You know. I would say the millennial black gays because the old the old black gays stand yeah. for Janet. Janet Diana. Mm-hmm. You know that. Right. But, you know, like this um, generation, Beyonce is like the queen. She's at. Yeah. But. Rihanna, you know, of of the black gay millennials, I think Mm -hmm. Beyonce has about an 80% share. I'll give another, you know, uh, what, 19% Mm -hmm. to, um, or 17% to Rihanna. Because some black gays do love them some Rihanna. They do. And then, like, the remaining, like, 
1% to Brandy. Sierra. 1% to Sierra. 1% mm-hmm. to like Rita Ora. Yeah. Like them just like, y'all just mm-hmm. like being like And then this. the rest be like in Ariana. But, I mean. Well, not the blacks. Not the blacks. Uh, well, some of them do. Really? Yeah. She's uh, a, I mean, anyway. So, I'm going to preface this by saying this is not an attack on Beyonce. This is not an attack on Jay-Z. But I think the GLAAD Media Awards, y'all missed the mark on this one. Mm. Because I feel like they are using this award essentially to just gain attention to the organization. Right. To like, because if you know, you know. the highest profile you know, ever. Yeah, you know if, if you're giving Beyonce an award and she shows up and she posts them three pictures in the elevator shaft of her going to this event, like, it's going to get you attention it's the highest profile you can get mm-hmm. right now so i feel I like mean, it, it costs millions of dollars yeah to get that yeah she snubbed the grammys she snubbed the grammys but she accepted her brit award yeah with that fire ass megan markle picture mm-hmm. we did talk about that mm-hmm. the other day um and then i think like last night she was at the naacp image awards right but for this award specifically for the glad media awards I mean, you're giving her a award because she has a gay uncle. Girl, everybody got a gay uncle. Everybody got that auntie that ain't never been married, ain't got no kids. Mm-hmm. And she traveled she, the world. She, yeah, she traveled the world. She got a girlfriend in every continent. Well, it's like, well, maybe. And you got that uncle who he bring his roommate, Kevin, Ooh. to every family function. So I'm like, right. you can't be given awards just because... People have gay relatives. Right. But again, that's not something and she then, did. Exactly. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, well, Jay-Z's what? mama's a lesbian. Yeah. But it's like, what are they doing for the community? When has either one of them shown up at a gay pride event? When has either one of them volunteered at a gay charity? Sure. When has either any one of them done anything to actually uplift Roll that them? check. Yeah. I mean, well, honestly, not I, I, check. Not visibility. Because yeah. writing a check anyone can do. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, ooh, I'm, I'm, I was about to do something I couldn't even believe. What? I was about to compare her to Kim Kardashian. I'm not trying to do it, but I'm gonna give Kim well, props. Like, is she doing something like Kim's doing with right. with, with social justice, justice in terms criminal, of criminal yeah. justice reform? Mm-hmm. Like, if there's some equivalent, mm-hmm. Kim's actually out there doing things, doing some work. You know, and I don't think that um, having a gay following can even count yeah, because it's almost a requirement count. to be a diva. Yeah. What diva doesn't have a gay following? Yeah, from right. Cher to Diana. To, yeah, it's like it's like. That's actually the first requirement. Yeah. <laughs> first come the girls, then come the gays. Then come the gays. Yeah. So you're just mad at GLAD. You're I'm mad at GLAD. You... I just feel like they need to revamp this award because it just seems like... Who are some past honorees? Some, some past honorees are... Britney Spears got the award last year. Why? I don't know. Demi Lovato. Why? I don't know. Patricia Arquette. Carrie well, Patricia Washington. Arquette makes sense. Yeah. But because... Patricia Arquette, isn't she? Oh, no, she's not. I'm thinking of her trans. It's the sister. Oh, well, you know what? This just seems like an award for people who got LGBT plus pick right. friends. So they need yeah. to revamp this award. Yeah, like Carrie Washington won. But I feel like maybe Carrie might be doing some work. How, sis? I don't know. Seems yeah. to me, based upon past honorees, like I see Cher on that list, mm-hmm. Whoopi, Elizabeth Taylor. These are just people that Jennifer Aniston, these are just... Liza Minnelli. This yeah. seems like just people that gay people idolize. So maybe that's <laughs> maybe they should just say, "Girl, the, the gays yeah. like the to your music in the club." Where's Mariah on here? Like, 
Drew Barrymore, girl. But I don't know. I think the one thing I can say, you know, I'm going to have to try to rehab my boo, mm-hmm. my queen. Although we need to um, make some changes. <laughs> we do. Because Janet did officially get her award. She did. To the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But I think I can say about Beyonce is I like how she's putting a stand up against the Grammys because we know the Grammys are trash. But no. Okay. You but, hate the Grammys that much, bitch. Don't submit, submit. your stuff for consideration. And I think I actually don't think she will in the future. I think she will. We'll see. Beyonce is definitely, with the influence of Solange, mm-hmm. shifting herself to be more of a social artist. She's having her Nina Simone moment of 2019, mm-hmm. if you will. And I'm not trying to analogize the same, mm-hmm. but she's going to write her Young Gifted in Black soon. No, she, won't. she probably thinks formation is it, but it's not. But mm-hmm. you can see this political through line with Beyonce. I and don't. I think that her by snubbing the, established, snubbing the establishment, such as the Grammys, mm-hmm. and showing up in one weekend to the GLAAD Media Awards, mm-hmm. where also, shout out to fucking Shangela. That was awesome for her. Shangela. She performed a Beyonce montage Hallelujah. in front of Beyonce, who gave her a standing ovation. I'm so proud of Shangela. But she then also the next day going to the NAACP Image Awards. What she's saying <laughs> is... is I'm trying. She's trying to establish herself as a social figure. Not only does she want to be the Diana Ross diva, but uh-huh. she also wants to be the Nina Simone. Or she was just in LA last weekend, and she needed. <laughs> she could go to both. How about that? But you're Beyonce. You're not going to go nowhere that you don't want to be. And also, and, and, well, and you say, and you, and you even say yourself, mm-hmm. she is curated. She is. She is. Everything is thought. Uh, there's a reason behind this. It's, her next project's going to be even more political than the last. When's the last time she went to the GLAAD Awards? Never. Has she ever been? When was the no, last not, time not she went? Knowledge. When was the last time she went to the NAACP? She's, Image I Awards? think she's been at them when she was in Destiny's Ten Child. years ago. Okay. Yeah. And so, did you see the videos when everyone was falling at her feet trying to get a picture of her with her? And at the NAACP, at the, yeah. yeah, I saw that. And Omari Hardwick, yeah, kissed her <laughs> twice, and she half gave her. And so, and then you had um, Viola Davis sitting behind. She was like, "Girl, can this be over with?" But I think that maybe but, no. It's like she goes to the places that are going to recognize her and where she can feel. But Beyonce, elevated. but she's but she's the recognition of a black woman in America who is, as Jada Pinkett said a few weeks ago, with the. Uh, she didn't say it. She reiterated what Malcolm X had said during the Red Table Talk. Red with Table Jordan Talk Woods. with Jordan Woods. Ooh, that's where yeah. where where black women are the most disregarded and disrespected creatures mm-hmm. in the world. I think that Beyonce ten years ago was mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna leave this black people alone because this ain't paying the coin." Right. It's not so now, so, her to this but, no, but, one, but she but chased now, after that. She got it, uh-huh. and she still didn't get the recognition she wanted. So she's returning to her people. But what does that say about the, what does she think about the people? I think that the models no, she changed. Left them, she left them alone. She left. But honestly, Marley, she left everybody look at alone. it holistically. I think that the model has changed. No, right now, it? you don't need a record did label it? to be successful. You don't. We don't buy CDs. We stream music. Mm-hmm. It's becoming a more grassroots. But what does it feeling. say if someone's like, "I'm not fucking with you for ten years"? Just admit you don't like Beyonce. And then all of a sudden, I'm gonna come back, like girl. Just admit you don't like Beyonce. I mean, it's not that I don't like her, but I said what I said. All right, child. Let's go on to. Tens, 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 tens across, across the board. board. My tens this week goes to the first black trans woman to win Miss International Queen, which is a trans beauty pageant held in Thailand this past year. Uh, the first ever black winner from any country, mm-hmm. but she just so happened to be from the great US of A, was Giselle Barbie Royale. And 
I also realized yesterday um, that my birthday was the Trans Day of Visibility. Yes. Um, I've been here for over 30 years. A long time. Uh, that was my first time ever knowing that was all my birthday. Uh, <laughs> I think it's new. I, I think it just happened this yeah. past year. I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. We can rock out. I'm glad to have my birthday be the international or national trans day of visibility. Right. I just want it's going to be the same day every year. This is just like, is it like the last yeah. Sunday in, in March? March? Like, let me know yeah. just so I can be clear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I didn't know that. But being as though it was the national trans day of visibility on my birthday mm-hmm. i do want to give recognition to in my ten to giselle barbie royale she looked stunning in the face she did not oh <laughs> let me finish because i'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she looked stunning in the face the hair makeup and nails were on point mm-hmm. but girl the gowns girl <laughs> atrocious the gowns your it's garments opposite of beautiful uh, gowns yeah atrocious gowns atrocious yeah. gowns atrocious gowns but honey we are still mad that you went and you won with atrocious gowns yeah. that's just shows how sickening you are she was sickening so you get my tens, tens for the week tens, Giselle tens. Barbie Royale look her up yes my tens this week is going to Purell hand sanitizer damn <laughs> <laughs> Because did y'all see this video of Pope Francis and the people were trying to kiss his hands? Child. Well, he kept the, snatching no, them were, away. They were trying to kiss the ring. You know. Yeah. Gotta, so Kiss the ring's the thing. Yeah. So I guess in the Catholic culture, they just kiss with his Catholic ring. Religion. Yeah. With the Catholic religion. Yeah. The Pope wears like this ring. Is it on his pinky? Yeah, it's on this pinky, it's, I believe, the right hand. Oh, the right hand, okay. And so they want to kiss, you know, the ring. I, I don't know what it symbolizes. I'm not Catholic. But all these people kept coming. Where was he at? I'm not sure where yeah. he was. So, <laughs> I believe it was somewhere within Vatican City. Okay. So all these people kept coming up to him, trying to, like, grasp his hands and, like, kiss the ring really fast. And he kept snatching his hands away. It was hilarious. Every single time I died. <laughs> he was, it was a full snatch. That, yeah. Because people were like, kiss, end up kissing their yeah. own head. He would, they would like come in for like a handshake and then. The double handed John. Yeah. And then when they would like lean in to try and kiss his hand, the ring really fast, he would snatch his hands away. It was like, you know that game? <laughs> Oh, What's yeah. that game? What's it we're, called? We're doing it kind of right now. Yeah. Me, but like my hands are under and my yeah. wrist hands are over and you got to like. You got to like snatch your <laughs> child. about to knock over this cocktail. About to knock over this yeah. uh, apple martini. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> okay. Try me. Try me. Try me. Yeah. 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 Ah, you got me on the left. <laughs> but it's like that. And so he kept trying to snatch his hands away. Child. And I died every single time. But. Tends to you, Pope Francis, because you are not trying <laughs> to get all them germs on your hands. He yes. got to touch a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Thank God flu season's yeah. almost over. Yeah. Basically over. Yeah, but I'm like, he not trying to get sick. He don't want y'all nasty mouth on his hands. So tis for you. Hey guys, we have some exciting new announcements to make mm-hmm. for our listeners in Canada and the United and Kingdom. The UK. You know, I know Maurice is happy about that yes. one. Hey, Megan. But we also want to shout out our listeners at home. So we want to give a special shout out to our listeners in Boston. Yeah, Boston's been giving us some numbers lately. Atlanta, Georgia. Houston, Texas. Denver, Colorado. If you're the only one in Ahoski, North Carolina. And Los Angeles, California. Thank you so much, all of our listeners across the U.S. Remember to like, rate, and subscribe on whatever platform you get your podcast. You can find Category Is on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And don't forget to like us on all things social. You can follow us at Category Is Pod. And be sure to write us a listener letter or a comment or suggest a category. Our email address is categoryispod at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us for another week. Spring has sprung. Get your Allegra, your Zyrtec, your Claritin, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.